Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there! Happy Friday! Yay! It's the Lori and Julia Show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Shoveled out. We're good to go, right? It took me almost a half hour to get to oh. Groveland Tap, which you know how close that yeah. is. It's like eight miles away, so I want to know it's how not long it's even it's like two miles. No, from it's your house. it's further than that because it's on <laughs> it's on St. Clair. You and know, you live off of Summit, Lori. That's four blocks. But still, it whatever. <laughs> it still took almost <laughs> a half eight hour. Miles. Oh, the horror. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but it took almost a half hour just to go that tiny amount. So I wonder how long it took you to get home. It took me an hour. Oh. And I didn't even leave here to 630. So here's my shot because I face Lori and right. I don't have a window view. I don't see Donnie. I see nothing. I didn't know it was snowing either and I can look out the window. It was Wait, so dark. I, I walked like, outside and I'm like, where'd the snow yeah. come from? from? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And then the, It's pretty because the sun came out for a second today. Yeah. I saw Listen, it. for a girl with a hoof and butt. Uh, walking around town and uh, doing, luckily I didn't have to leave the village of St. Paul. Dangerous. Well, Dangerous. Sure. I had to cross the road to get in the little blowout uh, Roberto's to get my hair blown out. Mm-hmm. I had to wait till cars were not coming from either direction because I did not trust the hoof and butt to, to move get you quickly. Across. Like my, you know, my normal nimble footed self would be. You know, I mean, it seemed icy. Did AARP call you? No, they didn't call <laughs> wow. me, but honestly, wow. you're really a biatch today, and I know uh, why. Yeah. I won't say, though. Why? Because it's Friday? No, that would, you'd think you wouldn't be a biatch today, because it's Friday. Okay. We know the reason why. We don't have to say it. Okay. Now, we don't want to air your brazier laundry today. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> See, you can always tell it's Friday. Yeah, I know. It's that kind of a thing. Yeah. This Julia had my mom's brazier on over her shirt. Yes, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. when the big boss, our boss, comes down comes and looks down. at me, what, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing? Isn't he used to that by now? Wearing? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, when you don't wear the right bra, sometimes you just aren't in the best of moods. No, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I just didn't wear yeah the right bra. So the exact, you, exact right. My yeah. mom's got a you know she's. She's got some big boobs it's to fill. It's just so funny. She sent you this bra 10 years ago, we At think. At least. 
And it still has the little note that's clipped on the top of it. And this is after, and if people have been with us for a while, you know that Laura used to be all over her mom about her footwear. I still am. Yeah, because she goes with you places and she can't walk because she buys ridiculous footwear that doesn't support her but matches her outfit. Yes. So I get why you So get I talked upset. about it, I think, on the air, and she was listening. And she sent me the bra with a pinned-on note. You can talk about my footwear when you can fill this brassiere. And I, even I can't fill it. And we know Lori will never be able to fill it. Yeah, I know it. And know. Hannah goes, even if you get pregnant? And I'm like, no, Lori. <laughs> no. Lori, even if you ate a lot of carbs? Uh, no, because uh, no. you don't have That's the boob. That's not how boobs work. No. Your family doesn't have the boob pill. My mom does. Isn't that funny? My mom, all of my mom and her sisters are big-breasted. My grandmother on my dad's side big-breasted. And you got nothing. I got nothing. What about your sisters? Well, they both got boob jobs. Oh, well, now they count. Yeah. Yeah. My one sister, you know, she had the <laughs> National Geographic sock uh, <laughs> <laughs> breast. Oh, like the old lady in Playboy? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Granny. The sock breast. She know really just... that the breastfeeding deflated her boobs. Like, <laughs> like some people deflate and other people don't. Right. And, and and she showed me, she flashed me, and she said, what should I do? And I was like, ah! <laughs> something. Something. She said, yeah, I'm going to. And I'm like, do it. And then my other sister, uh, you know, she's had five kids, so she felt like she... Instead of a lift, she just get a a, a little a little implant. Le but and, but uh, they're they're so big. Ba- she she did it right before perimenopause, which uh-huh. is not a recommended time to <laughs> inflate your breasts. As Tell you're us if you as have you're any th- breast as questions. you're thickening up around the middle, maybe you know she you don't want to add smaller. extra girth on top. Yeah. Oh. All right. You know before we before we go. So last night on uh, in uh, Andy Cohen's uh, Bravo Clubhouse. Yes. He had his Good friend Sarah Jessica Parker on, and they were really fun. It. She's been on a million yeah. times, but he's like really trying to help her promote this movie that opens just in New York and LA, and then it's on Netflix called "It's Now or oh, I Forgot." It's, now we're it's here. It's the jazz singer, the jazz singer in New York. Gets, finds out she gets cancer, and what's yeah. she going to do with the next yeah. year of her life? Yeah. So Andy, you know, is like they played some games. Do we really know each other? Because he goes to the Met Gala with her, and so they played a couple fun games. She. Did a little acapella of I Think We're Alone Now oh. by Tiffany, mm-hmm. even though Tiffany covered whoever originally. Tommy James Tommy and Tommy James. Thank you, Donnie. Mm-hmm. So she did a, that, her little tremulous, because we yep. had that whole thing yesterday yes. about her singing. We listened to it. So then at the, his bartender last night was um, uh, his rabbi, Sharon Kleinbaum. Okay, okay, so she's at a synagogue in New York, and he had her be the bartender. And instead of doing a jackal and a mazel, which are two things he always he does, at finishes the end of, out yep, the night. Yep. He asked her because, I mean, and I think we know it. Or I mean, it's just the news has been just so traumatic and hard to understand, and the rhetoric, and it it feels like it's just like. The world is set on fire sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I want you to calm us down and say something that will give people like some hope. And it was like, Andy got tears in his eyes, Sarah Jessica. So we're just going to play this okay. as we go out and maybe it'll help you. I hope so. I think, first of all, we all have to remember that people who feel targeted feel alone. There have been different groups of people in this country who have been feeling targeted. And at our synagogue, CBST, we started 
every single Friday right before Muslim prayer, showing up with signs that say, Jewish New Yorkers stand with our Muslim neighbors. We've been doing that for a couple of years now. And at first there was some fear and concern. And then everybody started to want to take their selfie with us and send it to their mother in Pakistan or their sister in Afghanistan or their brother in Egypt to show that there are people who are standing out there. And every single week we're there. And then, who did I hear from immediately after the news broke about what happened in Pittsburgh? Were our Muslim friends from this mosque. And then they organized themselves because they had developed such a relationship with us that they said they had to be with us the Friday night after the killing to stand in front of our synagogue with signs that said, Muslim New Yorkers love our Jewish friends. Oh, Over a wow. hundred stood in front of the synagogue with signs and with flowers to give out to the many, many hundreds of congregants who came. Here's the story that we have to tell. We have to reach across the narratives of hate that exist. Know that we're all in this together. Despair is not a strategy and joy is an act of spiritual resistance. We have to each find a way to be the reason that people believe in the goodness of another human being. Every day we can do that in all different kinds of ways. Every single one of us. Aww. That's really hard. That's, yeah, that touches you. I mean, it really I is. That. So I just thought that would be a good way just to start the show before we get into all of our Friday silliness, which is up next with our story we can't get enough. Perfect song, Donnie, because guess what came in the mail today? Larry got a Sexiest Man Alive magazine from People, and Uh, we haven't been able to see what's inside. That's right. So the beautiful photo of Idris on the cover, Mm -hmm. looking so fine and fabulous. Mm -hmm. Our international man of mystery. We finally got somebody that is, you know, universally agreed upon. He is sexy as... He is beautiful. There's no... um, there's no, nobody's arguing about this one, like Blake Shelton and Adam Levine and some of our other <laughs> sexiest man alive. So anyway, great pictures. Idris has tattoos. He loves champagne. He's lightly planning the wedding. Lightly planning. He, uh, for three months, he slept in his uh, Astro van. Uh, he uh, has a thing for feet. He has a foot fetish. Oh, Kate Laurie. Winslet, let it be known. Oh, Laurie. He races cars, uh, and uh, he's a DJ and a pro kickboxer. And this is all about Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you for celebrating him. Yes, I know. So then I thought, who else is in here? Well, okay. I want to know who else made it. All right. Well, the hot list, the 32 models of 21st century masculinity. Oh. Is people getting fancy or what? What's the title? 21st century Tru- century masculinity. masculinity. Oh, oh, fantastic. Okay. Uh, uh, sexiest man of action, John Krasinski gets the nod for okay. a quiet place. He's grown a beard. He looks sexy as hell. He might be able to go on the man wall with that photo. I think he could, He Lauren. could, yeah. That's funny that he would ever make it, but he really, once you know, here's what makes people sexy, I think, is once we know more about him and how talented he is and how much he's in love with Emily Blunt and his yeah, kids, yeah. it makes him sexier, yeah. you know, knowing the backstory. Absolutely. Okay, uh, sexiest triple threat goes to another other than Bradley Cooper. 
Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, is there a good picture, Lori? I need to see. Well, just one tiny, not big enough. Because he's been up here. He has. We've got one of him somewhere. He's been up there since the beginning. Craig Melvin from the Today (gasps) Show got sexiest morning person. Hello. Just his voice alone. Alone. Uh, Sexiest superhero goes to Chadwick Boseman at the age of 40. Mm -hmm. Our sexiest rising star is... um, we haven't watched this, I don't think, any of us, to all the boys I've loved no, before. I've it's it. based on a young adult novel, I think, on Netflix. Mm. Noah Centennial. Wait He's a minute. 22. Is this, this is, is it a TV show or a movie? It's a TV show to all the boys I've loved before. I'm pretty sure it's a this. series. And then he's coming out as in Sierra Burgess is a Loser, or maybe that one already came out. Anyways, real cute, but he's 22, Noah. Uh, let's see. Who's in the Fosters? It's a movie. Too. The Fosters, is that, that how we first know him? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's beautiful. He's very young. Yes. Uh, our sexiest Prince Charming goes to Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians. Talk about his career exploding. I mean, like... He was the Ryan Seacrest of Indonesia, of Singapore. Yeah. That, he was a game show host. And literally, he's in everything. He was cast for, from Instagram for yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. Unbelievable. Sexiest comeback goes to Penn Badgley for Lifetime's You, making... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that show, everything. It is everything, Joe. but I just need to put 10 pounds on him. Yeah, he is thin. He's so skinny. Chris Pine got Sexiest Dreamboat. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, Hazan Min- Min- Minhaj, he's a Daily Show correspondent, 38, 33. Really quite oh, yeah, cute he's with beautiful. very beautiful. Yep, yep, yep. He's Sexiest Groundbreaker, Julia, in case you're wondering. Okay, let's see who else we got. But aren't there sexy couples in there? Yeah, we're going to get okay. to it. Sexiest rascal goes to none other than that old rascal himself, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is a sexy rascal. I I love him. Mm-hmm. I love you, Hugh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sterling K. Brown got sexiest TV dad. I would maybe argue that Milo Ventimiglia should have gotten that one. But maybe Milo I is I feel somewhere. like he was in it last year. Maybe he was, I Julia. I think so. Uh, let's see who else we have that will make you happy. Sean Mendez, because he's only 20, got Sexiest Teen Idol. You know I think what? The it's girls his would voice. Agree. Mm-hmm. It's his voice. Yeah. Do you think, yeah, the girls might agree with that one, but he's, yeah. Sexiest late night host goes to Jimmy Kimmel. He is good looking. He you really know what? has. He Since really... he always kept that weight off. Yeah, he used to be schlubby flubby. Guess who got Sexiest Royal? Harry. Yeah, Prince Harry. Harry. Tough choice. Mm-hmm. Harry. Sexiest anchorman goes to ABC's David Muir, which I agree. Yeah. A thousand percent. Sexiest crowd pleaser goes to none other than um, Paul Rudd. Oh, mm. I love him. He really is a sexy oh, crowd I pleaser. And he's just like one him. of those guys that, uh, one of my girlfriends, forever. Yeah. Crush, crush, crush. Yeah. He's always good. Um, Stephen James, who's 24 and co-stars opposite Julia Roberts in Homecoming, playing a guy named Walter Cruz. Oh, yes, he's, yes. He's very good in that series. Beautiful. Okay. He's beautiful. He got Sexiest Newcomer, and he's also in Barry Jenkins' upcoming If Beale Street Could Talk. Okay, let me just go back to Homecoming, because yes, I watched that last night. Yeah, but don't go off on a tangent Why? on that. Are you just going to we'll, keep... Re- okay. We're going to talk about Homecoming, because oh. Donnie has finished it, and All we right. just want to... I wanted to keep going. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With your, um, the sexiest Chris, who do you think got it? Hemsworth. You are correct, Julia. Let me see the picture. That needs to go in the man wall. Yeah, with mm-hmm. all the other Chris's. Uh, the sexiest Michael. Michael Strahan. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, he's hot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Creed 2. Creed. Mm-hmm. Black Panther. Sexiest Matt. I love how they did it by first names. Sexiest Matt? Sexiest Matt. There's Damon McConaughey. McConaughey. Ma- no, Nobody's- Matt Bomer. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's Matt been Bomer. on it, too, okay, before. You're going to get this one. Sexiest Tom. There's, you know, Tom Cruise, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Selleck. There's a guy that we really like. Tom. He's been in weird shows and movies, British. Not him. Not Tom Softy, but Tom. Not Hilston. Tom Hardy. Oh. Oh, oh I love Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. Not oh, Tom Softy, didn't you I like the clue? Yeah. Okay. I love Tom <laughs> Hardy. He's sexy. He was yeah. in uh, that TV show with the bee. Yes, and then Venom. Uh, sexiest Sam. Hewan. Bingo, Jaya, for we Outlander. Hoping, we were hoping he'd get in there. Sexiest Ryan, because of course there's a lot of Ryans. It wouldn't be Gosling, because he wouldn't accept it. Well, no one poses for these things. Oh, they just use did stock Did they let photos. him in? No, Ryan Reynolds got it. Oh, he's hot. Yeah, sexiest Jason. Mm. Jason Momoa. Uh, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. All right. Although, Let's... if I was to go back to the very first Game of Thrones I watched. Oh, my gosh. He was everything. We couldn't stop talking about he him. He was everything. Mm-hmm. He really was everything. Uh, guess who got sexiest uh, smile? It's on a TV show that we love. Plays the coach. Haven't seen him for a while. Oh, Tay Diggs. That's right. Mm-hmm. He does have a great All smile. All American. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love Very, it. Very. Uh, other people on the list. Jeff Goldblum, Seth Meyers, Joe Jonas. Okay, go to the couples. All I right. want to see what else they have in there besides the guys. The couples? Well, we have Mary Steenburgen and um, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Mm. Ashley Simpson Ross and Evan Ross. Okay. J-Lo and A-Rod. Oh. Got it. Gwen and Blake. Gwen Stefani, Blake yeah. Shelton. All right, you like that? Uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry got in there. Priyanka and Nick. Do you see all this lobbying has paid off? Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z. And uh, then they have a whole section about Hollywood women weighing in on what makes their man sexy. Joe Manganiello. Why is he sexy too? Because he's not only good looking, he knows everything. He's a nerd. He's, he's a nerd. so attracted to how smart he is. All right. Which that is attractive. <laughs> it is. I mean, there's so many other things. Mary Steenburgen says about Ted Danson, he's deep and he smells delicious. <laughs> well, that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I, you gotta love that. Yeah. And, uh, Oh, you know, then they named some TV dudes, the Handyman, Chip yeah, Gaines, the Property oh, Brothers. sure, sure. All those dudes. Yeah. Uh, Carter, Oosterhouse, 
who we just have him up on the wall for the Nautica ad that he started. But for he's years. back on TV with his TV girl that he married. They have a Amy nice part. Yeah, they have an HGTV show. Boy, he's he's always been hot. He is H O T hot. We talked to him once. Um, was, yeah, for what I can't um, remember. I'm getting, I feel like he did. He had his home own show on HGTV, and we talked to him once. We wanted it in studio. Yeah. He would have never left. No. We would have never uh, yeah, let him leave. Yeah, he was in town, right, down at the yep, home show or yep. something. We kind of love him, love him, mm-hmm. love him. Bruce Bozzi got in here. Who? Hey, Bruce Bozzi. Okay. Do you know who he is? No. The Palm Restaurant. Good oh, buddy, yeah, Andy yeah, 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 Cohen, yeah. Okay. and he talks about him. And I will say that the picture of Usher with his little um, mini golden doodle. I've always thought Usher was hot. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, thank you. Pick it up. It's thank on newsstands right now. It's well worth it. They must sell a lot. It's quite thick. You're really getting your magazine's money worth. All right. Listen, we come back. We have Ann Michaels and Michael Gruber joining us for a show that's happening right now at the Chanhassen Holiday Inn. We'll be right back. My Talk 1071. Everything. I think I dropped something on the floor that I need to pick up. So you bend and snap. Entertainment. Surgery.com. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Well, continuing to trend online this afternoon would be the wildfires out in Southern California, including the Woolsey Fire. Uh, There's a mandatory evacuation for the city of Malibu. And unfortunately, word is that Caitlyn Jenner's Malibu home has been burnt down as a result of these fires. Also, uh, a fire in Griffith Griffith Park, excuse me, in Los Angeles itself has the L.A. Zoo closed and animals evacuated by the blaze. And uh, also the Western Ranch uh, in the Paramount Ranch in Agora Hills has that burnt down as a result of this fire. Also trending online this afternoon would be Deadpool, just in time for the holidays. A PG version, a PG-13 version, excuse me, of the film is coming out just in time for Christmas. Also, uh, you can- Gruber in the studio with us, and they are starring in Chan Hassan's production of Holiday Inn, which is happening now through February 23rd. That's right. That's right. And of course, we know Anne from Project Down and Dirty, the Broadway musical, when she helped us <laughs> Achieved the dream we didn't know that we had, which was to... <laughs> you guys were amazing. <laughs> you sang your, your 525,000... That was fun. That was an amazing thing to get to that sing was really along fun. with real people who could sing. Like, yes. We are real people <laughs> who can sing. This yeah. is Just really barely. good. Now, you guys, Anne, you have... I, I don't know much about you as much as I know about Anne because we, we worked with her. Yeah. Um, you know, you've been, you've worked at all different theater in the Twin Cities area and have a big, strong dance background. We learned, oh my gosh, your legs are oh, amazing. Wow, thank you. Um, what is it about, you know, have you worked at the Chan before? Yeah, yeah. you know, Mary I've, Poppins, right? yeah, I played yeah. Mary Poppins, but I, I counted so, it up because, you know, of course, this is their 50th anniversary. Right. Yes, it is. It's a big, huge deal. And they've been celebrating for a while now. But, you know, when we opened our opening night, I think was the actual 50th. It anniversary. was on a Friday well, night. Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. Um, but I went back and counted. I think I've been working there for about 15 years mm-hmm. and I haven't been, you know, initially cast in every single show, but I have 
either started in or jumped in as a replacement about 16 shows now over the years. Isn't that something? Yeah, and I just love working there. I work there, I go and I work other places, and I always get to come back and it feels like I'm coming home. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? It and is. then, And then, Michael, how about you? Have you? You've worked at a lot of other theater around the Twin Cities as well. Yeah, and I, I've only lived here about eight years. So I well, was in welcome. New York. Thank you. I was in New York for 23 years. And... And did a lot, about nine Broadway shows during that mm -hmm. time and about over 55 regional theater productions. So I had a lot of, of that sort of thing. But let me tell you, I thank my lucky stars every time I wake up knowing that I've landed in Minneapolis because yeah. it's been, my life has turned around and it's been an amazing eight years of my that life. And actually, lovely. Anne and I met 11 years ago. We did uh, 12 years ago at this point. Or mm -hmm. was it, yeah, 12. We did Easter Parade at Chanhassen and that's where we met. And they brought me in from out of town and that's how I kind of got my bearings here. Yeah. And that's why I moved here because I really wanted to move back to the Midwest and what a great city. Mm -hmm. Not maybe right now when it's cold right, and freezing. Right, yeah, and it's so lovely. Yeah. It is a good theater it's town. It's lovely to hear from people who have moved here how yeah. much, because sometimes we take it all for granted how Absolutely. much theater we have and what ex access we have to so much here and the, just the quality of life here is so spectacular it's lovely yeah sure okay is. so which one of you is going to give us the setup for um holiday Inn? irving berlin's holiday Inn. yeah well it's based on the 1942 movie they when they reconfigured this into a musical uh they, they started thinking about it i think in like 2014 and and very quickly it became a musical they thought the idea was so great that they just they fast-tracked it and it was on broadway really quickly after that um but they reset it in 1946 so post World War One, uh -huh. so it's there are some differences. Forty six, you said. Forty two. I mean, World War Two. It's World War Two. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, so it's. Did I say one? It was. Yeah. It was uh, post the yeah. War of eighteen twelve. But anyway, so it's the same basic story as the movie with Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Yeah. And there's a song and dance trio who are having the time of their life. But one of the men in the trio, Jim, he decides he's going to buy this farm in Connecticut. And he does. And thinking he's going to bring his new fiance to the farm. And But he knows nothing about farming at oh, all. Yeah. So he's um, really out of his element. <laughs> completely out of his but element. But he can sing and dance. Right. That's right. And so when some friends come to cheer him up on Christmas Eve and they break out in a song and start doing this big, amazing song and dance number, Shaking the Blues Away, uh, they get this wild idea that they are going to make this place, this farmhouse, into a, a, a show place. A hotel so where people can get a room and then they can watch a show. And Just so, on the holidays. Just so. on the holidays yeah, because great. all these Broadway actors, they're working every other day of the year. The only days off they have are holidays. And so mm -hmm. it becomes Holiday Inn. And so it travels through seven different holidays. People often think of it just as a, a Christmas musical. Oh. And it's not because... No, it, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, New Year's, Easter, Fourth of, Fourth of July. July. Oh, that's fun. So yeah. we're trying to encourage people Valentine's that don't day. just come at Christmas. Yeah. You can right. come anytime. Yeah. Right, right. Thanksgiving. Oh, we're having a show on Thanksgiving, so if you want to come, please do. New Year's Eve, come, yeah. and New come Year's see Eve. the show. And yeah. then it's through February, or what February, did you yeah, say? Yeah. Oh, so I forgot about that, that it does do, you know, some other shows and some seasons, and it's just so happy. It is happy, and it's we really, joyful. really need that yes. right now, don't we? Yes, yeah. we, we do. just need a place to go and forget about it, and I, you know, we come out into the audience various times throughout the show, and the crowd is just smiling they just get so excited to forget about their troubles for a little while mm -hmm. and come in and sit down and hear this beautiful irving berlin music and see 
spectacular dances, tap dancing. You're going to just die. See, that's what I I love that. I mean, are you both tap dancing? Yes. I do a little bit. You don't, Michael? Oh, I do. I I was a big tap dancer. I've done a lot of Singing in the Rains, a lot Mm -hmm. of Don Lockwoods. But in this particular show, Tony Verling's the dancer. Oh, okay. okay. So Tony's tapping and I'm singing. That's kind of the conceit between the two guys. One can sing, one can dance. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And And you get to do both, Anne. Oh, my gosh. I do. I get to do a little bit of everything. It's really fun. But the costuming is unbelievable. Rich Hampson, our designer, and his team, they have built over 200 costumes for this show. It's It's the biggest show he's ever done. Really? And clever and funny and whimsical and beautiful as and you know and Nana did a beautiful set for the show too. I, I am. I have to come. I'm. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Chan Hessen dinner dinner theaters um, play that is going on musical that's going on right now through February Holiday Inn and Anne Michaels and Michael Gruber are with us. And you know, one of the things Lori and I absolutely, you know, we love the songs, we love the music, I love. These type of movies. I loved Ben Crosby before we found out what a dinkus Moranis he was. <laughs> I know, I know. You I can know. still like him. I still right. love like him. And Anne, mm-hmm. you're so talented. I mean, it's got, just got to be a joy to perform this classic. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Anne is one of my absolute favorite actors to work with. And we have a wonderful um, friendship and an old friendship. And I think it translates yeah, to the that stage. Rapport. And, the, mm-hmm. and you know, we just have each other's back and we're able to let it go some surprising places yeah, in the moment, uh, night to night. And that is an incredible gift because sometimes you're afraid of, of how the other actor is going to react if you try to just be in the moment. But she's always right there for me. And it just warms my heart in oh, such a great too. way. And it makes me really look forward to sharing the stage and doing some quite quite tender sweet genuine moments in the piece right it's not just it's not just a you know flash and dazzle right. very surface level yeah. musical yeah, i think the book meaning. writer did a great job of going in and and mining some some uh, beautiful emotional moments you know that have subtlety and we can we can be Real actors in yeah. this musical, which I treasure, because I, I mean, I do this to tell good stories, and I think this is a beautiful story. Yeah, yeah oh. Michael Brandisi, you know that oh, he's, he's always so talented. he always leads from yes. his heart, and yes. he he directs from his heart, and that I think is what makes it so special. And of course, the intimacy of the theater itself, you know, yeah. you're, we're right there with them. We can feel their energy; they can feel our energy. That's what's great about Chan has, and is it, I think the connection between audience and actor. Oh, yeah. how I'm. Oh, makes it very guys, special. You guys so make yummy. out. You, you guys, guys kiss. A lot. We kiss a lot in this play. I always have to make sure that I'm well brushed and flossed. And, and sometimes you just get that little spittle on your lip and you're like going in for it. And I'm like, oh, please, I'm, I'm sorry, Anne, but I just... Do you a- really <laughs> kiss when you kiss? We kiss. You really oh, do. Yeah. Okay, there's it's not, not like any we're tonguing. Right, right. But we are kissing. kissing. Yeah. yeah. You don't do any of that fake movie star kissing. No, we really kiss. And it's, you know, what Michael said is so true. We yeah. have been friends for so long. And our first musical together, the first time we met, was another Irving Berlin musical. What was oh, it? Really? East, Easter, Easter Parade. Parade. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it was a, a co-production, a world oh. premiere. It was a big, huge deal. They brought him to town for it. So here we are again doing more Irving Berlin. And some of the songs from that production are actually in Well, this I one, saw Easter one. Parade, mm-hmm. White Christmas, mm-hmm. some, a Shaking bunch of... Shaking the Blues Away. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that one go? Shaking. Shaking go, you. Oh. No, both of you. 
We have, have to pick a key. I'll sing it with you. <laughs> Shaking, Shaking the blues away. Oh, I'm doing the girls. Unhappy blues away. If you could lose your weary blues, shake Take off your cares and troubles. Yeah. He picked a boy key. I did yeah, pick a boy oh, key. But cheek <laughs> to cheek. I mean, that's such a great Just, song. Yeah. Everybody's going to know Blue skies. most mm-hmm. of the songs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And people sing along in the audience. You would love it. Oh, Julia and the band. Oh, my God. The mm. band rocks it, too. There's a, a really nice horn section, great reed section. It really swings. Andy Kust, our musical director, who has come down from Duluth and now lives here. He used to teach up at the University of uh, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota Duluth. Duluth. Fantastic, young, energy. Vibrant. Vibrant. And it's just been a joy to have him here too. Well, and we would time. be remiss if we did not mention Tam Kangas, oh, yeah, who of choreographed some amazing numbers. The Shake and the Blues, which we were just singing, yeah. mm-hmm. is extra special. If you've never seen jump roping in a tap number, oh wow, oh, cool! You need to come and see this because I I get giddy backstage. I stand back there every day because I'm about yeah. to make an entrance uh-huh. after this number, and I'm just you know wringing my hands. Are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And every night they just nail it, and it's fantastic. Fine. Oh, I've, you guys! Right. If you're just, getting excited to go see the yes. Holiday Inn, you can uh, visit ChanhassenDT.com, or you can call the box office at nine five two nine three four one five two five. Eight performances a week at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, running through February twenty third. Anna, Michael, thank you so much. Oh, what a treat! It's so, so great to see you. It was so nice to see you. We can't wait to come. No, seriously. Oh, I hope you come I, and let me know when you're there. And I know we have a Santa stop at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. We're going to be out there Tuesday the twenty ninth. Uh, I think thinking so. Correctly. Yes, yes yeah, we're going to be out there. So Donnie there. in there. Hi, Donnie. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Anna. I'm coming to see you on December eighth, and Michael. There you go. All right, listen, we got to go. When we come back, what does Billy Crystal do to calm down? We're going to find out. There's nothing I can do. I've had friends' houses who have burned. I can't bear the thought of there being no Malibu. I've had a house in Malibu since 72. Mm. Caitlyn Jenner's hilltop house burned to the ground. The entire town of Malibu, which we've been there many times. is on fire? Yeah. This is just... Mm. Yeah. It's it's because you got if you've never been to Malibu, you got the houses at the ocean and the mm-hmm. houses in the canyon. Yep. Your cousin is in the canyon. Was in the canyon yep, and he moved, and so the major roads. It's not. It's just a couple ways in and out. Yep. So it's really it's hard to fight fires there. Yeah. So they've evacuated the entire and Malibu is several miles long. Yes, it is. Yeah. So they've evacuated the whole place. So. Um, Sam Elliott lives there. I mean, there's just tons of people that uh, live there, and it's it's really if it's sad. not on the ocean. If your house isn't on the ocean, it's all on hill in brushland. Yep. yep. Yeah. So anyway, so that is a drag to know that that is uh, you know happening. I, I heard they all the animals from the LA Zoo had to be evacuated. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, what yeah I think Holly said. Right. Um, all right. So uh, last night. Yeah. Stephen Colbert is yeah. so happy to see that he uh, had Billy Crystal on. Yeah, and remember when we saw his show um, downtown, his one-man show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember how fun. good it was? He's got a new one out but on Broadway, and he was talking about it, and he and his wife are the self-appointed mayors of Pacific Palisades, which is right above Malibu. Mm-hmm. And he was telling cute stories, but um, Stephen Colbert is kind of, you know, saying, how are you dealing with everything that's going on? You know, because, I mean, you know, the shootings just happened two nights ago in Thousand Oaks. In the synagogue last week, yeah. you know, everything with the election. And- well, just... 
Everything. Yes. It's just everything. And so he basically said this. How do you deal with it? Do you it? meditate or well, anything? Oh, sorry, Julia. That's okay. Okay, here we go. Do you meditate or anything? Do you do anything to calm yourself down? I vape. Oh. <laughs> that's very young of you. That's very, very, that's very hip. Well, it's legal. That's very, that's very... It's legal. It is it's oh, legal. Oh, it's legal. Okay. Which means not as much fun. That kind of vape. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, well, there's a senior section. <laughs> there is. In the cannabis store that I frequent... Um, really? Yeah. There's, there's they have just senior cannabis? There is, there is, and they have different strains for uh-huh. people over 65 or yeah. 70. Butterscotch flavored, stuff yeah, like no, that. Yeah, well, no, well, not quite. There's one called Spider Veins. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Regular. Uh, cranky Man on the Porch. There's, there's that. Sure. Don't Hit the Ball in My Yard. That's a good one, too. <laughs> But my cravings are different than when I was, you know, back in 19 blah 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 bum you know. So the munchies are... Yeah, the munchies are different. Now I go, wow, I, I could really like some uh, soup. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Don't eat the ball in my yard, <laughs> Strand. Oh, I just, he was so fun. His, and he his, told the greatest story about Howard Cosell. Yeah, in his with first his time. Impersonation. Oh. And yeah, very fun. The only thing I, I, I am... Really kind of amazed that Billy Crystal's wife of 48 years does not say to him, let's dial back the shoe polish black of your hair. Yeah. Because his mm. hair is very black. Didn't even bother me. No, he's so yeah. funny. I mean, but maybe she's yeah. just like, that's Billy. Yeah. He still thinks he's 25 years ago, you know, in, um, or whenever when Harry Met Sally came out. But, you know, when he was talking about his, you know, hosting the Oscars and when he hit home runs and just about, he's very, he's a great storyteller. He gives good couch. And so if yeah. anyone can go back and watch that, that was a great interview. Yeah. I just, he makes you laugh. He yeah. makes you smile. Yeah, he was really good. Something that's not making people laugh or smile is the Fantastic Beast 2. I told you this yesterday. But Roger Friedman at the uh, Showbiz 411 Wrote about it today because he loved the first one, as many people did. Yes. That made tons of money, like eight hundred oh, yeah. million Huge. worldwide. And um, he even kept his Newt Sorcerer sticks that he got as a promo <laughs> item from the first movie. But uh, Grinwald, uh, the Fantastic Beast, the Crimes of Grinwald, um, with Johnny Depp hoping to make a comeback from the trash pile he's made of his career, is not being warmly embraced. Uh, the L.A. Times. Said this, it offers up dazzling feats of sorcery and realms of wonderment and manages to conjure the very opposite of magic. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the Daily UK Telegraph, the biggest riddle in Fantastic Beasts is working out what on earth the movie is actually about. Wow. Um, I heard Jason talking about it on his TV show today mm-hmm. and he's like, mm, no bueno. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, if the, the there will be like, Teenage kids that will like it and it won't matter, the razzle-dazzle. Right. But it was this morning when I looked, it was like at 57% Rotten Tomatoes. But um, Roger Friedman uh, said that the overall feeling from all critics is it's just a mess and a disappointment. That's too bad. Yeah. And the other one that I was kind of looking forward to was The Girl in the Spider's Web, which is the fourth book in the... um, Leif, what was his name? Stig. Stig, Stig Larson. Larson um, yeah. That he didn't finish. He had started it um, with, you know, Claire Foy. But people do not. 52% of the audience liked it and 47% 
of the um, critics have liked it. Yeah. So I guess, you know. Yeah. They didn't portray her character to show, from what I read, that what an incredible genius that character is. And they oh. just got a little too cartoonish. Well, she's so smart. I yeah. mean, she figured out everything. Right. Well, she yeah. also had big boots to fill with two different actresses sure. that had already right. played Lisbeth yes. Salander yeah. to uh, great acclaim. Rumi Rapace and, in the and Swedish Rara. ones. And Rooney Mara. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I say that wrong? Mooney Rara. Yeah, I, said the other I knew what Rooney you were talking Mara. about. Yeah, Rooney Mara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I think this movie looks terrible, but the posters are very cool. This movie opens December 21st. I predict it is going to be a also a fantastic beast, Crimes Grimwell kind of situation. Like, what the hell is this movie about? Donnie's posted the poster featuring Nicole Kidman in Aquaman and also Amber Heard. Why aren't yeah. they doing Aquaman, Jason Momoa? But um, we posted that. But this, every trailer I've watched of this, it looks like a hot mess of a movie. Yeah, I have no interest. Yeah. No, How about that? I have absolutely zero, yeah. zero, zero interest. You can take a look at that. Yeah. Um, well, Casey wanted me to share a notable football, football itch, uh Obituary the Minnesota today. Viking guy? Yeah. yeah, and you know that Nagley, you saw that he died, the guy who started the Wild and bought Rollerblade years yes. ago. He yeah, Bob is, Nagley. Bob Nagley, mm-hmm. he just passed away he at the did. age of 80. Yeah, he's Aww. Mr. Hockey. Um, but he's like, you remind people about Bill... Boom Boom Brown oh, passing gosh. away. Yeah, with Dave Osborne in the backfield. Yeah, he yeah. was 80 years old. He was running back in the NFL for 14 seasons, 13 as a Viking, played in three Super Bowls, four Pro Bowls, and in 2004, honored into the Ring of Honor. He holds many Viking teams' record, including most games played by a running back. Now, this is in the 60s and 70s right. that he played. Kind, humble, hardworking. He was known for his toughness, talent, and his love of football. But, of course, he loved his family even more. But no one disliked him. And uh, he lent his celebrity to charitable causes. He loved everything Elvis. And he loved playing cribbage and solitaire. And he was diagnosed with dementia. Likely, this is all in a bit, from repetitive football concussions. Right. Yeah. Fought with the fighter spirit up until the very end. He chose to donate his brain to science for CTE research and the prevention of chronic traumatic brain injury. Yeah. He will be loved and missed. Yeah. In case he's just like, people might have missed that. Yeah. That he passed away and he was just like... Yeah, Pat, Patrick Rossi wrote the old dad on the seventh. Yeah. On the seventh, yeah. So yeah, he had that flat top haircut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a picture of him. He was number thirty. Yeah, back in the day. Good looking guy. Yeah. Anyway, your Casey said your dad loved. Oh, I boom, know. Boom. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. everything Viking. I know. Everything Viking. All right, listen. Uh, we come back. Uh, Donnie is going to torture us as well as the <laughs> audience with a game of Shazam. <laughs>